When we read the stories of Jesus, it's easy to see him as someone special. All the amazing things he does, as well as his teaching, his demonstration of compassion, love and forgiveness. He is extraordinary. He is God. But on earth he was also fully human. And he surrounded himself with other humans. People like you and me with all our flaws and all our baggage. Damaged, sinful beings who try as we might, sometimes, often in my case, get it wrong. Those people who followed him, who gave up their normal lives to become nomads, did so because they believed in him. Crowds who gathered to listen to him did so because he was charismatic. He attracted people. His words, his actions endeared him to the crowds. And maybe the person who knew better than anyone how truly special he was, was his mother. I have three children and seven grandchildren. They, along with husband and George Dog, are my world. Though two of my children are now in their forties, I still worry about them. You never stop being a mother. You never stop caring and loving. I think maybe that's what inspired me to write several monologues from Mary's viewpoint. So today I'm doing something different. I'm going to read two pieces of scripture and follow each one with thoughts that may have been in Mary's head at the time. These are not biblical, not scriptural. They're completely made up. Just me trying to put myself in her position. How it must have felt for her as Jesus' mother. I hope you find something of use to you in them. From the Gospel of John, chapter 9. So the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be King of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, they divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. My first monologue. 
And now, now my baby is a man and I kneel at the foot of a cross and watch him die. My firstborn, my joy and my blessing, whipped and tormented. A mother shouldn't have to see this, the infant that played at my feet. They said he would reign forever. They, the angels, the shepherds, the wise men, they all said he would be the hope and saviour of his people. How can that be when he hanged limp and battered, dying a criminal's death? My hope is gone crushed with my son. As his body is beaten and tortured, so hope is cast out of my soul, as nails are hammered through his flesh. With each thud, my heart breaks a little more. Blessed, the angel said I was blessed, blessed to have found favour with God. And how does my blessing take its form? It finds me at the foot of a cross as life drains from my son's body. With each agonised breath he takes, I gasp for air for him. I call upon God to send his angels to move heaven and earth to rescue his son, my son. I beat upon the ground and scream out to God, This? This is why he was born? No, where are you? My son is dead. And now words return to me, words spoken by an old man in a temple. A sword will pierce your soul, and as my soul screams, I can only trust and wait and wonder. What was it all for? From the Gospel of John, Chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realise that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. 
Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Another monologue from Mary. What are you doing? I don't reply immediately to the question. How can I explain? I'm sitting in the shade under a tree apart from the others. I need to be alone to try and understand, to try and make sense of the things that have happened. I've knelt on the ground at the foot of a cross as my son, my precious Jesus, my firstborn, died a criminal's death. I'd watched as my son, who had never hurt anyone, had suffered the horrible, painful fate of a murderer. I'd wept at last as the skies darkened and all heaven and earth screamed with my pain and his agony as he took his last breath. And then it had been done and John had led me away while they took his poor bleeding body down from the cross and laid it in a cold, empty tomb. And now, now they are saying he's not dead. They're saying the tomb was empty. They're saying that they've spoken to him, that he's alive. And I want to believe, oh, I want to believe with all my heart. But I'm too scared to let myself hope. I start to tell John this. He has been caring for me. I need to answer his question. But then the voice speaks again. Dear woman. And this time, I know it isn't John who is addressing me. I turn around quickly and look behind me. He is standing there smiling at me. He holds out his arms. I stumble and trip in my rush to get up and I almost fall into him. He wraps his arms around me and he holds me close. He strokes my hair and whispers, it's all right, it's going to be all right. And I remember how I did the same to him when as a child he fell and hurt himself. And now I know it will be all right. Thank you for listening.